0: Into a journalistic whorehouse.
1: The U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic (laughs)
2: State. Home world.
3: Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill.
4: Hello, welcome to episode number 79 of Planet Rage. Yeah, we're almost getting
5: as old as Joey.
4: We're getting up there. And I have to ask, do we have to have Jennifer Buchanan recut that opening? Is your new name just going to be Re? Because you're leaving the LA behind? Re, because I'm leaving the LA behind. Yeah, you got to drop the LA from Larry. Yeah, you're right.
5: (laughs) Re. Yeah, Yeah. okay.
4: You're LA less Larry.
5: Can't spell Larry without LA. I know.
4: I don't know if you should be happy about that or not.
5: (laughs) I am so ready to split this popcorn stand. I was just
4: doing a little bit of, uh, you know, riding on the bike and I was listening to your latest episode and I'm like, damn, it's yes. LA goodbye. It's real. Yeah. Shit's getting real.
5: It's Cardi <laughs> if, B said.
4: Hey, if you yeah. can although I don't know if I want to go to write to Cardi B for my uh my guidance guidepost for life, but I guess it works here. Yeah.
5: You, you know, you take your wisdom where you can get it.
4: <laughs> in this world, yeah. This is absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Sometimes uh it comes in weird places, weird times. Oh. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Thank you, son. Here in uh, Chicago, this past weekend, a twenty shot and four killed.
5: Oh man! Did that include that beautiful lady cop? That uh, that uh, did you see her? Yes. And I pulled that up, this woman, and how sick and how sad and how wrong and. Well, this is my question on this because her
4: name was Ariana Preston. You know, a twenty-four-year-old working for the Chicago Police Department was a cop. Was also about to graduate this week with a master's from Loyola University here in Chicago. Yeah. And I don't see the mobs of crowds out there yelling, say her name. Right. Why isn't that happening? You know, this is a very good question that this country needs to answer. The story, as far as we have it right now, was she got home after whatever she was doing i don't know if she was working a late shift or what but she got home at about 2 a.m and was killed now i'm wondering was she killed because she was a cop she was off duty Mm -hmm. but i'm sure people in her neighborhood which isn't a very safe neighborhood overall but i'm sure some people knew she was a cop and i want to know if she was targeted for being a cop was she killed in her home or on the street or I believe on the street. And again, there's not a lot of, we go back to bad journalisming as we get for so many different things, Mm -hmm. but the details are very important. Yes, they are. And I would like to know exactly what happened here and why for those at black lives matter for all of the people that make a lot of noise when bad things happen. Yes. Why isn't this bad?
5: Why doesn't this hit the radar? Mm-hmm. You're right. Where where are the screams? Say her name. Where are they? Nobody cares because well, Nobody she's cares. a cop. Oh, that's
4: bad. Yeah. yeah, that's the enemy. And this is why the neighborhoods that are rife with crime are never going to change mm-hmm. because the people in charge. Well, this is what what percentage would you say? Like ninety percent of the reason you're leaving LA because of the leadership, or is it a full hundred plus now? Oh, well, it's a hundred.
5: It's 100 If if not, you know, until until the, the lefty filth um, took over and started fucking things up, I thought I'd, I'd live the rest of my life here. Never, you know, once I got here, I said, oh, I'll never leave this place. Too good. Well, yeah, because I mean,
4: from New York to California, I mean, that was at the time a hell of a move. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. You know, although you did mention the, uh, the Golden Arches, those started in your last episode. Uh, you mentioned the Golden Arches as the yes. fast food empire. The very first McDonald's was in the Chicago suburbs. Really? Because I've always understood it was in Downey, California. No, it was out in Des Plaines, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, okay. Huh. But I mean, that might've been the first one out there. I don't know if it was when it was franchised
5: or. They probably, well, that's typical California credit grabbing. Right.
4: (laughs) You claim it. I mean, we have to have that. We have to be everything. And for a while, California was the epicenter of so many different things, but. As you mentioned, a lot of that was the entertainment industry, which has crumbled for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. It is also now very easy to do whatever you want, wherever you want. Meaning a lot of television shows over the last decade even have Mm -hmm. been made in places like Canada, Toronto, I know makes a lot vancouver atlanta everywhere yeah. you're right a lot in uh, like north carolina there's a lot of places where they're going to you know not have to pay the rates of everything going on in california and probably sure. to get, re- get away from the meth heads that doesn't sound like fun no no it's not fun it's, so that uh, business has completely crumbled but all of the remote work Although are the people that are doing remote work actually working? I mean, that's a question.
5: <laughs> well, I don't get is why I get up this morning and Scott Bio is tra- is trending on Twitter because he's leaving California. Why why am I not trending, Darren? Because you I were one in- half of Planet Rage. What the fuck? I know. I mean, I guess Joni loves Chachi outranks
4: Planet Rage still. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know, and it's <laughs> it's not really like he's a a celebrity anymore.
5: I'm wondering Oh, like, he is, he's, a, he's a much hated uh, right winger, even though, you know, he was kind of a, you know, anyway, well, of he's, course he lives in the Valley. He's not too far from, from where I am. Yeah. Well, I was kind of intrigued
4: because I don't know his politics at all. Oh, he's, he's very much on the right. Yeah. Which is good. But I, I didn't know, th- uh, do you know where
5: Rain Wilson stands politically? Uh, He he definitely leans to the left. Once in a while, he'll say something uh, that's that's sane, but he's definitely, I think, on the left side of the line, which is kind of what I would have guessed. So when he came out after Tucker
4: Carlson released that first video after he was let go by Fox Mm -hmm. and said, "I agree with just about everything Tucker Carlson said in this video," I was like, "Well, wait a minute, Mm. that's not going to be good for your career in Hollywood." But I don't think yeah. he cares at this point. He doesn't care. He's he's very well off. Yeah. I was so I, I won't say I was upset. I was disappointed mm-hmm. that Rain Wilson posted one of these usual kind of little it may have been on TikTok. Of course I didn't see it there. But a short video of him on an airplane, of course, masked up. And I don't know what the rules are for airplane masking right now, but I will give it to people like Rain Wilson that would be recognized that if you don't want to be bothered on a plane this is the new thing to do just mm. wear the mask and nobody will know who you are and nobody will
5: bother you so that mm, you know a ball cap and sunglasses work just about as well as probably it it's I mean I was on a flight a few weeks ago it was optional and there were people masked but nobody said put a mask on so
4: and the little video that he released was you know it shows The seat next to him, of course, first class with the little screen on the back of the seat and the guy next to him is watching the office. (sighs) Had no idea he's sitting next to that's funny. And I don't think he necessarily told the person who he was because he didn't do this would have been the better video. The little reveal for me would have been tapping the person on the shoulder and then pulling down the mask to be like, yeah. Hey, that's me. Yeah. I mean, I, if you didn't want to be bothered the whole flight, then do it at the end. Yeah. But I'd like, that would have been the perfect viral video. That would have been that hilarious. Have been a video. Yeah. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. But you know, sometimes these you know. things are just uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Like the, somebody using your email that really people didn't, didn't expect the whole uh, email story.
5: I don't know why. Because they didn't know that you're really an evil prick. (laughs) Well, see, they should listen more. Then they should listen more. I didn't know that. I was expect. I was thinking maybe you know we should just part part ways because as as you know, I'm an angel. (laughs) Right.
4: No, wait. I've heard enough episodes of that Larry Show to know going back into your uh, school days and then from there, there's there's stories. Everybody should go listen to those stories. But I did get. I haven't gotten anything since. But I did get the notification. That all of those items I added were shipped, so I can't wow. wait. <laughs> I can't wait till that guy gets his items and is like, "What the hell is
5: those, this? Those gold lame g strings, huh?"
4: Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> the, the the website says it's really easy to return things, but I don't know how easy it is if you don't have access to the account that ordered them. Really? Yeah, that yeah. may be a little more difficult because I don't know how you would do. That. I mean, you'd have to get somebody on the phone, which you can do at Amazon. But I don't know if most of these web stores have the ability to take a phone call. Yeah. I'm hoping, you know, if as long as he, I don't even know if he would have the order number, because this is all things that would be emailed to you. I guess it would probably be
5: on whatever shipped to him. So yeah, I, I was, well, yeah, going, I know you always like enjoy, um, tracking, uh, mail, well, the, uh, the postal service, the, the, they're, they're, yeah they're, they're they're fuckery yes i think you said something you sent to went faster to alaska than it did to cross the street recently right? yeah and yeah
4: my buddy at rediscover records here in the chicagoland area sent uh, some records that i had ordered and it was dropped off at the post office on a monday it mm-hmm. got here the next week friday okay I had gotten things media mail because this was all right around record store days. So there were a few titles that I had to order from various places. And I got records from Arizona, Ohio, I think North Carolina and maybe Pennsylvania. All of those got here within like two to three days. But the one from the Chicago area took two weeks.
5: There you go. Like go figure. I was thinking of you because I ordered something um last week and of course there's you know there's a, there's a tracking number and uh, I checked it. <laughs> You'll love this. Um it was going to my post office box which is in fashionable Tarzana, California, right? Now that's just a regular um you know post office, a local post office. There's nothing special about it. So I see the thing It's, you know, it left wherever the hell it was coming out of Baton Rouge and it was in transit. And then it says arrived at um, Santa Clarita, which is about, uh, say, maybe 20 miles from here. And that's kind of some kind of a big ass hub, you know, where they distribute from. Right. And so it says got to Santa Clarita Clarita, and then it said arrived at Tarzana. And I thought, oh, fuck, I can go pick it up. Right. And then I checked this morning. It says it's back in Santa Clarita. So whether I'll see this item or not, who the fuck knows? But how about, how about that for some pretzel logic? It's at its destination. Now, When it, we're not sure. Let's send it back to the main hub and, you know, just, just it might be wrong. It somehow
4: got back on another,
5: It jumped onto
4: yeah. another truck.
5: Yeah. Fucking incredible.
4: Really? Hey, it happens all the time. I literally yeah. just got two emails from uh, UPS for Lego. Of course, it was uh new Lego stuff came out. So you have to keep the wife happy by the Lego set by the Lego two different boxes which were scheduled for delivery today now says read this reschedule delivery tomorrow so
5: you're such a lucky guy i mean most women i want diamonds I right want gold Yours, although have you I seen the lego. price of I mean, legos yeah, you're blessed <laughs> really
4: legos aren't cheap though i mean diamonds might be cheaper at this really? point than some of the lego <laughs> sets and they last longer i mean this is just plastic which i i think uh It was on Pawn Stars, which is still going on as crazy as that is of a series. Is that
5: still in first run? Are they doing fresh ones? Yes. No shit. Wow. Fucking uh, what's that guy's name? The chubby dude or whatever. Yeah. Rick, uh, Rick Harrison, the guy that was the, he made a lot of money on the show. No question about it. Yeah. No question. And he's also, I'm surprised they didn't cancel him because he's been pretty vocal about his uh, right leanings uh, online over the years. Huh? I think a lot of it is if you're bringing
4: money in and it's a smaller, yeah, okay. you know, network yeah. that he's on. So it's what the history I believe still is. The, right. I mean, I don't know any of where these things are. Cause I just download them all to watch them. So it's a lot easier yeah. to go that way. But chumley that was the other guy's name. Yeah. Chumley, Chumley's still, still around. Him? Wow. And it's interesting. Cause he had lost weight and gained weight. Then the kid had lost weight and he's still down. Yeah. He's, I used to like the old man, but he's dead. He was great. Yes. Oh, he was funny. I mean, he was just he the was epitome of don't give a shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. really, you've got that take no shit dojo. He would have just cruised right on in oh, yeah. and said, I'm here and I'm ready. He had a great attitude. Yeah. But they had a couple Lego pieces. A guy came in with a couple one of one where they make of the Star Wars, you know, the little Lego figures. But they made them out of gold and platinum. And the guy wanted like 250000 a piece for him, which he was nuts. Whoa. but they mentioned that uh, Lego was the now the number one independent toy maker in the world, which is pretty impressive for a bunch of little plastic bricks.
5: It really is. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that holds up after the Barbie movie comes out. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, I don't know that uh, I'm going to fight with my family or actually my kids, because apparently there's like there's they're still testing the the Barbie, you know, the final cut. And some are, it's, it's very much, you know, fair for kids and G rated, whatever, but they want to sort of sex it or snark it up or something. And my wife and I are like, Hey, it's, it's, it's a doll for kids. Okay. It should be G. I mean, please, why would you want you know, who who needs a snarky sex bomb Barbie? You know, I mean, she looked like one that's enough, you know, (laughs) but well, right. Well, they got Margot
4: Robbie, which I mean, I would normally, she's pointy, so I would pointy. Like, okay, I get that for playing Barbie. Mm-hmm. But then it was the, oh, well, no, we're also going to have a trans actor play another one of the Barbies. And, uh, oh, is that right? Yes. I know that. Really? Okay. So, I, I mean, know. this is, it's going to be. Yeah. Does it drink Bud Light, the character? <laughs> that oh, should. Yeah. And it's going to go completely woke. And the movie is just obviously aimed at adults. Yeah. That. It seemed from because I saw the trailer for this, and it seemed like this is going to be like a double antundra train wreck because we're in the woke world. Yeah, where things that you could usually get away with that were funny, uh, you can't anymore.
5: Yeah, well, you know, it's fun. These companies never learn their lesson. I mean, Mattel was the 800 pound gorilla in the toy world for decades, decades. And then they hired some woman named Jill Barad who came in and she was kind of like the the Bud, Bud Light chick, you know, oh, you know, this is all it's musty and old we need to re- completely remake everything. You know, within two years, it was almost bankrupt. And uh, but she still got a 40 million dollar handshake on her way out the door. So
4: Mm-mm. that's not a bad handshake. No, no, it's not. But it's a, it is weird when they do stuff like this, when they make a more adult centric. Barbie movie it's like well you know who's going to end up watching this and you know kids are going to be like oh i want to watch the Barbie movie yeah but this is where mean you know, i wonder how much of the liberal indoctrination talking points will be in the movie you might have to watch it just for that or pay somebody to watch mm-hmm. it just to yeah. take uh to take notes because yeah. uh, I'm, i have a feeling it's going to be a an overall train wreck Mm -hmm. just seeing the trailer and the the cinematography and the colors in the movie it's
5: going to it's going to make a lot of people want to vomit i think oh so it's like kooky saturated colors yes oh i got it okay so be ready for that (sighs) i'll be ready not to watch
4: (laughs) yeah i mean this is where entertainment has gone i was uh i mean granted i still have two episodes to go so i don't know exactly where this series is going to end but there's a series i think it's a paramount plus series if i'm not mistaken again i don't watch tv that way but Kiefer sutherland is in a series called rabbit hole which has actually been quite interesting quite engaging and it's like wow i haven't seen this on television in a long long time where it's not trying to push a political Mm. agenda It's just a good thriller with a lot of twists and you're, you know, they take you in a few different directions and you're guessing what reality is and what's not reality. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see where that one ends. but we need more television like that because so much of it now is just horrible and not entertaining and not engaging. And it's so it, it really, the Barbie movies, the epitome because I believe that movie's going to be so plastic. It's going to be just like the Barbie doll. It's going to be <laughs> nothing interesting, nothing real, you know, and of course they've changed the Barbie over the years because, oh, you can't, you can't do, you can't do this or that. And did they reduce her bust line? Probably. I, I don't know, but it's like, I could see that if you see some of the original Barbies, they had one on uh, Pawn Stars. It's seemingly not too long ago. It was like, oh yeah, that was a little different then.
5: Mm. then what you remember that some guys from like MR, mit or something years ago figured out what barbie's measurements would be if she was five seven yes <laughs> like, like a 78 over. inch chest <laughs> it, was, it was it was just crazy you know to, to a nine inch waist and it was and well
4: of course we're in the world now where people will be like could you believe that a man created this doll yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know it's like that's uh you know this is where you're at though but this i again i don't understand so much of the mentality with the well you know you can only have gay actors play gay roles and the gay actors are like hey i want to play straight roles too so shut up there you go really you know the best actor for the you know job should be able to do the job when you start putting limitations on this which is why, I mean, another guy kind of like uh, Scott Bayo that I'm sure nobody cares about, but uh, the guy from Jaws, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, Dreyfus. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus hmm. just came out with this whole thing just makes him want to vomit. That yes. To even be considered now, I guess, for the Academy Awards, you have to you have to meet the woke checklist, the diversity mm-hmm. checklist.
5: Yeah. That's well, good. I, the more they do it, the more I laugh because they've just... They, every March they come back and shoot another toe off their foot, you know, and they're just about walking around on stumps and then they got to start on their ankles. And pretty soon that's just going to be a bloody torso lying in the gutter. Of the whole Academy, <laughs> it really will because they're so stupid. They just, they, they never, they never learn. And it's good. I'm, I'm enjoy, I enjoy watching them fail. I really do. Well, I do too. And it's beyond the Academy and it's into things. Now you're seeing
4: again, because graduation season's coming, mm-hmm. you see a lot of major colleges where it's like, well, and I don't know if, a lot of these, I think, are post graduation events, meaning I believe everybody, if they you know graduate in one place and then they have separate parties which may cater to different individuals as opposed to there may be some where well, you won't even graduate with the other people. we're having a special ceremony from you. I think that is happening less than the parties, but they're all getting the same amount of press because these colleges are like, well, we're having the lgbtq ceremony and we're having the the latino ceremony and we're having the african-american ceremony and i would just ask well when's the first college going to come out with straight white guy only ceremony (laughs) because if you can have gay and you can have black and you can have latino and you can have asian well why not white i just that's equality this concept, like, well, no, it's only okay to separate if, you know, oh, it's just a marginalized group. It's like, well, no, because by doing that, you actually are marginalizing people. Of course. And this, my wife's like, well, so, uh, you know, if you're, if you have to check all these diversity boxes to be accepted for an Academy Award, she's like, so if it is a completely 100% black written, black cast, black director, black everything, is that considered a diverse cast right i don't think it would be no but this is again where uh the guy from jaws was like art is art putting any kind of limitations on art ruins it you sure. you are not allowed to have the pure thing which for all the people that want to bitch and moan about things like friends oh there weren't any black characters well then write a black friends nobody's stopping you from doing that If I were to write a story about growing up before high school, I don't believe there were any black kids in my school. That's just where I grew up. That's not my experience. Mm -hmm. Now, high school, I intentionally went to school in Chicago, believe it or not. And that was a completely different demographic. And I think I'm better off because of it, because you got to interact with people that weren't exactly like you. But it was still the all boys Catholic high school, so it still sucked, mind you. But that was, you know, an intentional choice because there was the suburban all boys Catholic high school. And I'm just like, no, that doesn't it just didn't didn't work for me. And it also, as I mentioned before, I believe maybe it helped that the the bus, even though the school was about 15 minutes further away than the other school, the bus was 90 percent the girls from the all girls school. Ah, at last we get to the truth. <laughs> right. Now we get to the uh why would you choose going further? Well, this would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And whoever thought that the little plaid skirts were a uh a chaste look, they were so wrong. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said about that. Angel in the centerfold. Right. Yeah, there is something to be said about that. Yeah. And that was when rock and roll was rock and roll, long before we got to whatever we're getting today.
5: Whatever this shit is now, I don't know. Which it's not good.
4: So I'm sure you'll probably wind up in a place that has better barbecue than L.A., so you'll be happy.
5: <laughs> well, see, you know what's really funny? Um, I mean, L.A. is so, is so. Uh, there's such a huge uh, Latin population here, but it's almost bereft of good Mexican food, which I've never been able to figure out. I get better Mexican food in, you know, five states away. But, so... I'm looking forward to that because I love good Mexican food, but it's really hard to find in L.A. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, but true. We have
4: plenty of good Mexican restaurants around here. It might be the only good thing in the Chicago area. I mean, we have decent pizza, too. I, I'll say that, but I can't figure out why there is almost a complete lack of good Irish pubs. Because hmm. there used to be a few and they closed and I guess they all left. Yeah. Still alive, yeah. Because Irish pubs are a lot of fun. I mean, one just the yeah. bar aspect, but the food in Ireland is
5: not bad. I mean, a good no shepherd's it, pie is very good. It's actually when I when I visited Ireland, I was shocked because it had gotten such a bad rap as you know just blah. No, it's a very good food, and um and the whole notion that uh you know everybody lives on potatoes, that's, right? That's that's not true either. Man. No, not not even close. And those bars, man, the the big thrill of the the, the amazement of those bars was they were like stepping into someone's living room in a really upscale home, immaculate, you know, immaculate and cozy. I mean, there's no, no, you know, tile floors or linoleum. I mean, it was just thick carpeting and tablecloths. It was just plush. It was like, holy shit. This is a place where people hang out and drink. Wow. I like this. Yeah. The craftsmanship on some of the bars. Oh, the
4: woodworking. Uh Insane. Yeah. These snugs. Well, we went to the, uh, there's a bar called the crown in Belfast, which at first, you know, again, it took a while for me to get my Irish accent on because mm. when we asked at the front desk, like, Oh, where would you suggest to go grab a, uh, you know, a bite around here? Walking distance was this place. But the girl at the front desk was like the crime. Uh, what? what? The, right. <laughs> the Crown. <crime, laughs> what? No, oh, the crown. Okay. Oh, I don't understand. They say things. It's an English language. Don't always uh, your your brain, though, needs to adjust some things for it to work. But we went in there and each of the little booths have the woodwork surrounding them. So there's actually a door. Mm -hmm. So when the waitress isn't talking to you, boom, that door is closed. You're in your own little room. Yeah. And the woodwork that was that made up the snugs, I guess the same people that did which would make sense because it was built in belfast but the same company that did all the woodwork for the titanic made these and it was like these things are impressive oh yeah so if you ever get to go to ireland folks it is a good time it is whether it's north or south Mm -hmm. now we got a bunch of clips because you know things are still going on and uh,
5: it's in spite of us i don't understand that the world should just stop for us but it doesn't
4: i know I've got uh, just a Megan Kelly uh, on the whole Tucker thing. I've got a little bit of Keith Olbermann because I mean, really, what is a Planet Rage with Keith (laughs) Olbermann? And I see you've got some Scott Labido who is on fire. He is this week and a a CBS report. Where do you want to start?
5: Oh hell, I don't know. Just (laughs) flip a coin. I'm good with anything. Surprise me, as Bob Hope said when his wife asked where he wanted to be buried. (laughs) Let's go with the
4: uh, let's go with the CBS report because I know CBS. They're real journalists. Yes, yes,
5: okay, good choice.
3: Texas. Seven people are dead and at least 10 injured after a driver ran over a group of people waiting at a bus stop outside a migrant shelter. It happened this morning in Brownsville, Texas. CBS2's Tim McNicholas following this developing story. So, Tim, what are police saying about this?
2: Jessica, police are looking into, they're investigating whether this was intentional. Stop. This is the SUV. Aren't you glad he defined
5: uh, investigating for you?
4: <laughs> the police are investigating what i mean to say is they're looking, they're looking into, into
5: this oh, thank you scott
4: yeah. <laughs> a lot a lot of times i wonder if they have a certain amount of time they have to fill and it's like yeah i think you're right yeah like, it's like you need to uh talk for two minutes and he's like but i got like five seconds to say well stretch right. stretch it just yeah. stretch it out explain to people in the minutiae what the police are doing right well, the police are going up and down the street and they are interviewing people, which means they are speaking yes. to them. And while they're speaking they were- to them,
5: they're taking notes. Yes, and they're wearing uniforms. Their shoes are laced. Um, they have
2: guns. Uh, yes, they're, yes. <laughs> Back to you, Lisa. That man was driving. Witnesses say he drove through a red light and then crashed into a group of people. Police say, at the very least, he faces a charge of reckless driving. The terrifying crash happened just outside the Ozanam Center, a homeless shelter that's been housing asylum seekers in this city near the southern border. Please describe at least some of the victims as immigrants. CBS 2 viewed surveillance video, which we are not airing because it is too graphic. It It is graphic.
5: I saw that. Holy shit. Wow. It's pretty sickening. I mean. He hit them so hard and so fast. I, I'm pretty sure I actually saw like limbs, severed limbs flying through the air. It was like an explosion. But remember, if we get
4: rid of guns, there will be no violence in this country. Exactly.
2: It'll cure everything. SUV go over the curb and run over the group waiting at the bus stop. The SUV then starts to flip over. The driver is now at a hospital, and police say he is facing a reckless driving charge. But more than likely, there's going to be other charges coming on later on in the day brownsville is an epicenter for migration across the u.s mexico border the city is expecting another influx of asylum seekers as the pandemic era border restriction known as title 42 is set to end on may 11th police have not released the driver's name and they described him only as a hispanic man and a brownsville resident
5: i do like at the end that they buried the lead on this whole story well yeah and you will never hear that again because it does not fit the narrative oh of course and Yeah. And there's another tag that's even better. You're going to that's to remember because it will be memory old,
2: guaranteed. The shelter director said most of the victims of the crash were Venezuelan men.
5: Why would anyone want to leave a socialist paradise like Venezuela? (laughs)
2: Um,
4: Because everybody is poor. Nobody has food or toilet paper or electricity in some areas.
5: Used to be the jewel of South America. Venezuela was considered like a cool place to go. Boy, commies fucked that up, didn't they? Well, yeah, because when Venezuela, before they went all commie, when they
4: were friends of the United States, the U.S. is like, we'll buy all your oil. Yeah. We will give you more money than you know what to do with. But as you said, when commies take over, Mm -hmm. the rule of the day is screw everything up. Yeah. Everybody's got to be, be f- equal except for the leaders, of course.
5: Yes.
2: But you will be get to be friends with uh, Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a plus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Affiliate station is now reporting. One of the survivors said the driver was, quote, gesturing and insulting the group as he drove at them. Jessica. There we go.
3: Tragic. Uh-huh. Thank you, Tim.
5: So that's that's your memory hole thing right there. Gesturing and insulting people mm-hmm. while driving your car yeah into them yes watch watch them magically claim that he was inebriated or you know whatever it was he had a maybe in a car and there's going to be some bullshit that will preempt and bury that uh that part of the story guaranteed because it certainly takes reckless driving
4: and elevates this to manslaughter or murder yes absolutely if you intentionally did it and here's the thing I mean, this is just how stupid people are as well. I mean, if you were planning on doing something horrific like this, we hope nobody listening to us is. But if you would have just gone in and ran over a bunch of people, you could be like, wow, my foot slipped, my foot got stuck. Uh, there was This was an accident. But I mean, if you, are, if you got the window open and you're yelling you know, racial slurs or whatever he was yelling at the Venezuelan men, then it's kind of obvious what was going on here. And I don't know if this is a case of because they said the driver was Latino. But again, this is something that may I don't know if this guy is in the country legally. I know a lot of people that are Latino who came into this country legally and went through the process aren't really happy that the border is a sieve and people are just walking over.
5: The car was a, uh, a Range Rover. Ooh, and yes, it was. I was a resident of Brownsville. So, um, you know, who knows more than I, I like I said, I think you'll hear less and less about this story. Just like the Waukesha, um, you know, SUV murderer and these guys, they don't they don't like those stories because they, they weren't guns and they weren't the right ethnicity.
4: Right. They don't fit the narrative, nor did it fit right. the na- narrative here in Chicago to have a 24 year old African-American police officer get killed.
5: A very beautiful 24-year-old police officer, too. God, oh, no,
4: that's, again, where are the people say her name? Don't yes. hear. Doesn't see it. Don't, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And that it's really, it's beyond concerning. It is absolutely disgusting when it comes down to it. Yeah. And it is just such a, I think, misunderstanding of the truth of what's really going on I know we've said it a lot. We're living in the time where it should be the easiest to get information, but of course, that is the easiest time to get lied to, I suppose.
5: Exactly. Yes.
4: <laughs> and it's, it comes down to it is an outright war because the information that people believe will change things. Now, I mean, there, we may get to the point to where, It makes no sense to vote because your vote's never going to count. But at this point, I think where the main voters
5: we may get to the point. Come on, we've been there for a while. I think
4: a a lot of it is because people. I don't think it's necessarily messing with the machine. I think it's because they have brainwashed people into believing things are true that aren't. It's the useful idiot concept that we can get them to vote. You know, kind of like the new Gen Zs and Millennial. All we got to do. You know, I think it was Hitler that said, if we
5: got your kids, that's all we need, because you're irrelevant at that point. Well, it went back to some, um, I think that goes back to some uh, middle-aged Catholic bishop, actually, that they quote about, give me a kid until he's seven and I, I'll own the man. But as far as the, um, you know, the, the machines and so forth, um, yeah, there's the the, the ever, the the sluice, the the, the waterfall of, of lies and propaganda is, uh, you know, constant. But at the same time, they have rigged the system and it, it need not even be machines. There was there's a scumbag D.A. in Los Angeles named George Gascone. He is a piece of shit in every way. And um, he's been cutting loose uh, cutthroats and scumbags and you know, just like just like a, in, in other metropolitan areas. And so it got so intense that they actually had a recall vote for him. And there were something like three quarters of a million signatures collected to say, let's put this to a vote and get him the fuck out. But somehow George and his guys managed to dis- disqualify um, just enough to, to, to get it below the half million number required um, to 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 have a vote. Right. And there he still is. Okay, so there were no Dominion voting machines there. Propaganda? No, it was it was clear, clear that people are fed up with this. Fuck, wanted him gone, and he just he just shit canned just enough signatures to to uh, make sure it didn't happen. Which you know you think about the election too. You know they've oh, oh look our guy didn't win. Uh, we have to keep counting, count, 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 count. and then just. Amazingly, when they count just enough votes so their guy wins, then they stop counting. Right, right, don't they? And it's the side they do. Bitches about voter suppression. Ironic. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what they do. So you know, I'm very pessimistic about 2024 because I think they have a complete stranglehold on the system in virtually every state, or at least the ones that matter. So the whole fucking idea of elections, I I think it's just over. It's something in the past. Doesn't matter anymore. It's going to be obvious either way with the next election
4: because people are by all and i know the polling cannot be believed but when pretty much every poll coming out biden's ratings are going down down and down and people are saying what they're concerned about is the money in their wallet the economy they don't care about global warming they don't care about all this other bullshit that they are pushing now. I mean, New York actually beat California to outlawing gas stoves in new buildings. I mean, wow. It's absolutely insane. All the restaurateurs are like, well, fuck New York. Good. Get out. Fuck New York. I second that again and again. (laughs) They've gotta fall, I think, for things to turn around. Because it's insanity the levels they're going to and you see what the raise has been and what people now have to pay to heat or cool their home and you're being told that the raise in prices is directly related to moving to a new green system that we have to do to save the planet yeah and what we're not told in all of these things that, uh, you know, the local electric company or gas company sending out doesn't mention. Well, let's see. The United States has about 350 million people living here. So for all of you to keep your houses warm or cold, put that into, into your mind, what 350,000 people looks like. And then let's go over to China. Where I think there's like a billion people now. billion and a half, I think. Let's go into India, which is even higher population right now. They've eclipsed China. They did. And they're both going, and of course, Russia as well, because, you know, proxy war and all. Hmm. Those three countries, which have a lot more people in them than the United States, are going, screw this global warming shit. We're not doing that. We're doing business as normal. We're going to pollute as normal. We're going to do whatever we have to build our economy, especially in India, where people are so poor that they're not really worried about pollution at this point. No, But nobody tells you that in the United States. You're going to pay five times more to cool your home. But, you know, all the other countries around the globe, they're going to keep polluting. So what do you think of the United States stopping polluting is going to do for the pollution aspect? Nearly nothing.
5: Oh no no no! There, there, there's a force field that will be erected <laughs> can we do from that? ground level to the Van Allen belt, uh-huh. which will which will stop all pollution from from finding it. It'd be like it'll be like stopping the Chinese spy balloon. It can be done. We just need a big dome. Is that what you're saying? Well, maybe not a dome. Just a way. well, yeah, maybe a dome. Maybe a dome. Maybe just just if the, if you hit the wall high enough that it that that it uh, goes past the uh, the atmosphere, that would work too, I guess. Right. You could just vent it right out into the ether. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I was funny. I was thinking this at the at the gym the other day. I was list, I was actually listening to the boys, and uh, Adam had on that guy that is it a senator Kennedy right he was grilling some uh, some climate change czar douchebag, demanding that he he uh, quantify how much uh, of global temperature will be reduced if we blow fifty trillion dollars. On, on this shit in the next, I don't know, 15 years, something like that. And of course the guy just danced. He had no answer because it's all bullshit. But I thought to myself, wait a minute, look how fucking far we've fallen so fast because when, when uh, AOC came roaring into Congress as a junior idiot and started braying about the green new deal. It was like a fucking joke. It was a punchline. Right. The Green New Deal and trillions of dollars. Like, fuck off. Go back to bartending, idiot. Right. And it was because of the price. Right. The fucking Green New Deal is in progress. It's it's fait accompli. And it's only been a few
4: years. Well, the problem is the way it is being, again, sold. Most people out there, if you poll them and like, hey, do you want clean air and water? Well, hell yeah, we do. And the children. Oh, dude, yeah dude you have to think of the children throwing the children but it is it was what AOC was saying was farcical is that a word because yeah, a of the word. price of what it was and everybody's like well no you can't do that because the price is just too high so we need to figure out a better way but somehow because nobody sees the money that the United States government spends. The people that live here do not see that as money coming out of their pockets, which is something that has to change. That you have to realize there's a pay, there's a, a trade-off somewhere in all of that money going out. Because that's a great concept. Oh, of course, we want a cleaner planet. But nobody has really proven, and this is where the science comes down to it again, That when it comes to carbon dioxide, which is a newer thing that they have targeted, because it's easy to target pollution, you can see the big smoke going out into the air. You can see pollution in water. Carbon dioxide, you know, we've been emitting it during the show because every time we exhale, there's carbon dioxide.
5: Yeah, well, they better level every forest, too, because they're the biggest CO2 producers, aren't they? Those green, green trees. Well they, they they eat up all the CO2. That's why they don't like them. I don't think that's, oh, that's the right. excuse uh, me. They eat it up and they spit out oxygen. Excuse me. I know how I dare they yep. how, how, how dare,
4: dare they put they. out oxygen. How dare they? Right. But this is the concept. It's like, well, this is a, a part of a lot of animals, not just humans, bring in the oxygen and put out the CO two. Yeah. The concept that this is the bad thing, that oh, this is what's causing the temperatures to rise when you look at those hockey sticks. It really, if you look closely, it seems like if there is a cause and effect, it's the cause is the temperature on the planet is rising. Thus, there's more CO2 now. Not that there's more CO2 causing the temperatures to rise. So when people start pulling this and go, well, look, the data says this. It's like, well, it might, but you haven't proven that one is causing the other that's all they're using to go for all of these plans that, as you say, causing trillions of dollars that the people in this country and around the world, a lot of them just a few years ago, heard that and went, wow, that's so stupid. There's no way we could ever do that. Have now somehow been brainwashed into, oh, well, this is a good idea.
5: Sure.
4: Because the price is not coming out of their pocket. It's the same thing with all the crime in the major cities. Nobody sees this as something coming out of their pocket yet. When they watch the news and see people walking into the local Walgreens or Target and walking out with a cart full of goods and nobody is able to stop them, I don't I guess people are stupid because as you mentioned in the latest
5: ding 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 ding
4: ding you uh-huh. in your latest that Larry show, it's like are they not noticing two things? One, the price on everything going up, or two, when all of these stores just decide As uh, Tina would say, fuck out of here. Nordstrom this week just said, we're our last two stores in San Francisco closing those. I believe Walgreens is closed. San Francisco, I believe Target's closed. San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So where does this leave you? And you have city leaders, politicians who the people are still electing going, yeah, that's fine. There's no problem here. Sure. It's insanity. But those are the ones that are like, oh, yeah. You know, San Francisco is the one that's like, oh, we're going to give millions of dollars to black people for reparations. How are you paying for this? How is this fair to everybody else? But this is what the Biden administration's doing with the mortgage thing now. That's like, oh, you have good okay. credit. Well, you can pay more for all of those people who don't have good credit who we're giving mortgages to.
5: This would be a good time to play Scott's mortgage clip.
4: Oh, well, see, we're pulling right into this is how good. we are yes the conversation just gets to where it needs to be (laughs) and then Scott takes us home yes
1: if I made 10 million dollars tomorrow I will still never be able to buy a house for half a million dollars because I fucked my credit score up a long time ago because I was an irresponsible crazy fucking artist I'm a little more responsible now but it's too late of course he could just buy it in cash you folks out there voted for Joe Biden who keep getting fucked in the ass every day. You know you do, whether it's the prices of eggs, gas, the fentanyl coming through the border, the crime in your community and so on and so on. But you keep turning your fucking head and being quiet as long as Donald Trump's not the president. Well, here's one for you, toots. You worked your ass off. You were so responsible. You made so many sacrifices to have a great credit score so you could be rewarded but you're not being rewarded. This president, your president, is punishing you. See, you're just getting fucked in a wazoo again by this fucking guy, because starting today, you gotta pay more for your mortgage because you were responsible and made sacrifices. You gotta pay more for your fucking mortgage because of lazy assholes like me. Now, how much more how much more blood can come out of your fucking rectum until you wake the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) You know, he
4: has a way with words.
5: He really does, you know, but everything you said is true.
4: Well, and this is it. And it's a, just like the global warming, there's a cause and effect with everything. And the effect, I cannot believe any rational person could tell you that the effect of continuing to screw people over who have done the right thing in order for them to pay off or to subsidize all the assholes who didn't do the right thing. How this doesn't just lead to everybody going, fuck it, I'm never gonna do the right thing, and then watching society collapse, which may be just what they want. Yeah. Because that's all you got. The thing is,
5: I just want the the um the satisfaction really Of seeing places like San Francisco, LA, New York, just descend into anarchy and horror. That's, that's, you know, so it is like the, the, um, that old Kurt, uh, Kurt Russell movie, you know, escape from New York, escape from where it's just a a fucking, that's, that's what I want to see. I want to see those people living, living in the hell they created, but they'll probably all, they probably all have second homes or whatever. Right. Leaving. You know, but it's it's a shame. Um, and and those who, you know, and I'm, there's good people left in all those places. I know that for a fact. Um, I, I pity them for not being able to get out um, because they're doomed. They're fucking doomed. They're not going to get better ever. No, because it would entail that
4: you, the only way to start it would be different leadership. And the folks don't seem to want either vote for it or. If the system's so far rigged, which is possible, the people should be then on the streets protesting, rioting, you know, that kind of a thing, because you have to take your city back in one way, shape or form. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing with all of this lack of crime prevention is the people that it hurts the most are the poor people. Yes. Doesn't matter what color your skin is. It's the poor people that are getting screwed if you live in a neighborhood that your only grocery store is closing down because it can't remain in business due to how much theft is going on and you now have to go five or ten miles away to do your grocery shopping and you don't have a car this becomes very inconvenient sure but nobody cares about that
5: no and it's that's interesting that's in san francisco they don't give a fuck i mean they just sit in their in their walled mansions with the private security and click that mouse and order all their shit online. Right. And they're you know, they're like,
4: it. oh, you poor people, North why Central
5: don't you? Open to the, they've never set foot in a Walmart. You know, they live in a different realm and it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter to them. So, well, because they're like, why don't you poor people just pay the delivery
4: fee to have all your groceries brought to you?
5: Exactly. Let them eat cake.
4: It's hard. Can you, can you steal with a delivery fee? Can you just have, can you have your Uber Eats guy just go, just be like, hey, can you go grab me? This is what I need, but don't pay for it. You know, just go steal this for me and bring it to my house. Why don't we start that app instead of, you know, it's like, there's gotta be, you know what? And there would have to be people in these areas where it's like, you're never going to get more than a common ticket. Even if you're caught for stealing under 900, and whatever, there would be people more than willing to go steal for you for the right price. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. And then they wonder why all these stores just, disappear maybe it's mind-blowing it is it absolutely is but again a lot of this is because of the media and the tucker carlson thing is still going on obviously because he hasn't announced a new gig yet yeah although glenn beck uh, says that tucker seems to be interested in launching a fox News competitor slash killer which would make sense although i don't know how much uh how much that is going to take in order to do that because you can't just say we you know it's like your ing thing we'd love to be putting together a plan (laughs) to do this at some point but there's a lot of planning
5: that would have to go into this and a lot of financing Exactly. he Seem to be getting along very well with Musk. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe Elon could break off, uh, you know, 10 or 15 billion, which I think that could well cover a startup network. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Easily. Um, and you know, what, wouldn't that be a beautiful thing? And by the way, as, as far as the, uh, the election thing, um, I see, uh, I, I'm watching RFK jr. With terrific interest. Um, that guy coming roaring out with twenty percent before he's basically even declared, he's got to give be giving the DNC and the Joey supporters the shits because that's a big fucking number to come talk about coming in hot. Wow, and he just he just might be the dark horse guy to upend the whole fucking apple cart this year, and uh, wouldn't that be fun? It would surely
4: be fun to watch. There's no question about it. But this is how they're going after Tucker. And it's an interesting perspective from Megyn Kelly because she left Fox. So she has a little idea of how they run their business.
3: Um, So Fox News is truly in an existential crisis right now. And their solution to their massive error of firing their number one star is to try to ruin him. Why are they doing this? Uh, I was having a private Conversation with a frequent guest of the show who, who's friends with Tucker as am I uh, today and I said it's it's two reasons number one omerta You don't leave the cult. You don't leave voluntarily like I did with a hug. Goodbye supposedly good terms. Stop. And you certainly don't leave
5: uh, She's a little confused about the meaning of omerta <laughs> I think she's saying they're like the mob, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's America's, you keep your mouth shut no matter what. Um, it doesn't have to do with, you know, not leaving the cult, but that's a, she's a blonde chick from wherever. So it's okay. <laughs> and she is, I mean, she still is kind of pointy.
4: Yeah. I will say she's good to look at. Yeah. yeah. If your news is going to be delivered by somebody and you have to watch, I would put Megan Kelly on there.
3: Supposedly good terms. And you certainly don't leave when they've decided to fire you on good terms. Hell no. Fire and destroy, that's how it goes. Why? Because if they fire the number one star, he could hurt them. He still has a very massive audience. So he has to be destroyed, you see. Otherwise, somebody could employ him. His audience is mad. We have to make the audience see. We fired Bill O'Reilly because he had paid $69 million in sexual harassment settlements. You have to understand that, audience. You have to forgive us. And the audience did. The audience isn't a bunch of unreasonable people. They said, I miss Bill, but
4: okay. And she doesn't like Bill. There's no question about that. Yeah. And it's, again, there are two sides to every story. And Bill said, you know, it was just easier to let the network and the network was the one paying out on all these. It was a different time. And he said as over and over has said that he wishes he would have fought that more, but as it is, he's doing pretty good doing his own thing now, but, There are always two sides to every story. I don't know what happened, but we know that a lot of people settle things, even though they don't believe they're guilty of anything. Just, you know, it's part of business. Mm -hmm. I'll
3: give him another chance. And Tucker took off in the eight o'clock because people were open minded. They're not a bunch of assholes at home. Like, I don't get my favorite. I don't watch.
5: No, I think people are exactly like that. Exactly (laughs) like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I haven't I haven't uh, looked at Fox at all since they canned him, and I won't. There's, no, there's nobody. There's no one over there. I want. To, I'm interested in listening or watching. No, he was
4: uh, probably the lone bastion of somebody bringing a. I don't even know if I the the proper word because you know I don't know if he's necessarily more truthful than you know say Hannity or. Ingraham, much much more
5: truthful than Hannity. I have no respect for that guy.
4: But Tucker at least seemed to be, although an opinion guy, he seemed to do everything he could to back it up. Yeah. Which is something that is vastly uh, disappearing from Mm -hmm. news
3: coverage. They were never given an explanation for Tucker. The the rug was pulled under him, out from under him, out from under the audience with no explanation. And so now the destroy mission has to happen so that you, the audience members, realize you just were too stupid to understand how evil Tucker was. You see? That's what I believe is clearly happening here. And the latest offering is, once again, via the New York Times, the the newfound favorite publication, apparently, of Fox News. Um, They've gone to the same reporters who leaked the earlier stuff about his allegedly horrifying text messages uh, and and the the horrifying outtakes. I'm referring to them as outtakes, but really what they are is the anchor sitting on the set during the commercial break, making small talk with either the guest or with the staff and the producers, whoever. Um, There's only one way to have that. You could be sitting there on the satellite feed. if, If you have access, if you're at a competing news channel and watching every second of Tucker, looking for him to say something and hold on to all the tapes and then release it after he got fired to make him look bad. That's not what happened. Or you could be somebody internally who's got a grudge against him, who now on direction of the bosses, and it's part of the ruined Tucker plan is going back, calling over all those tapes, looking for any moment that makes him look bad. So the New York Times earlier reports he had a moment where he called a woman yummy. Then he later said he was kidding in the same segment, not reported by the the New York Times, the I'm kidding part. They, They reported that somehow they got their hands on the tapes, the magical tapes.
5: Is it really that bad? To call yummy? a woman yummy? <laughs> uh, I bet a lot of chicks would like to be called yummy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a compliment, isn't it? I, yeah, of course it is, but not not in these times. That's, a, that's an aggression, not uh-huh. even a microaggression. It's a major. That's violence. That's violence. You're yummy. Ah, that's like hitting me. It's a
4: major. Yeah, you're right. It's a major aggression. How dare you How talk dare you? about me? How dare you tell me I'm good looking? But this is it. When you leave Fox News and this makes sense on why this is happening, because if they don't destroy him... Or they're going to try. I don't think they're going to be effective with it because I think the world has changed enough where the person on the other side, it used to be like when this was happening to Bill O'Reilly, the Internet landscape was completely different. So you didn't really have a platform to go out and speak directly to the people like you do now you know, even though this was only a few years ago with O'Reilly, maybe because too, he was old and not on social media and all that, or didn't know how to leverage all of that Hmm. where Tucker does that original little video that he posted after he was let go trounced Fox news in the ratings. If you want to compare how many people were watching Fox and how many people were watching Tucker Carlson. And it's funny because that was on a video Posted to Twitter. And as you said, uh, Elon Musk and uh and Tucker getting together to launch something that uh could one, you know he can afford to if uh, Newsmax and these other little podunk, the first, which is O'Reilly's on, too, these little mm-hmm. podunk networks that get picked up by the Comcast and the Direct TVs and the Dish networks, if they can get on there, Elon can afford to get a uh a network on there and you don't really even need that because can you imagine if you and I think this is something that Elon is pushing for with Twitter if you follow say uh, Tucker Carlson on Twitter and he goes live and all of a sudden that pops up in your Twitter feed and it stays at the top because now it's a uh, you know it's a joint venture that is uh, that's way better than TV sure Gonna get a lot more eyeballs, and uh, we have another little Megan clip here. This was sent to me by Abel Kirby. You may have uh, heard him on the Rare Encounter podcast that he does with Cold sydney They pulled this for a show, and they were like, "This, this is perfect for Planet Rage." So we appreciate that. And yes, thank you. This is perfect. This is Megan Kelly, and I think her best.
3: They don't have a deal. Why not? Because he needs to be silenced while Fox tries to rebuild that disappearing audience. They've got a debate. In August, you can't resist. You'll go. You'll forgive everything. They're banking on it. You're going to turn on Fox News. You can't go to CNN. You're not going to go to Newsmax. You're not going to go to digital media. You're going to tune in to the Fox News primetime. You lap
5: dogs. It's what you always do. (laughs) I love the distortion. Wow. I know. You're eating that mic. (laughs) Yes.
4: It's like this is when you do the the radio thing, when you got the, uh, she uses the Joe Rogan mic, of course, the Shure SM7B. Yeah. She knows how to use that. And she is much more a performer now mm-hmm. than she was
5: when sure. she was on Fox news. Yeah. But in in her discourse, did she ever look at the bigger picture? Um, the fact that, um, you know, the Tucker had to go because first of all, he, he, he was relentless in his uh, criticism of big pharma, which really, you know, what, at least a third of Fox's revenues are coming from them. So they couldn't tolerate that. Then he had on Bobby Kennedy, um, who's also, <laughs> we, we know where he stands yes. on Big Pharma. And then, uh, you know, we know his, where his his, his political uh, uh, beliefs are very clear. And, uh, you know, they can't afford to have him st- still mouthing off uh, heading into another election. So he had to be silenced. He had to be put in a cupboard. And they've done that. And it's, and I think there are forces at work that, that, uh, are much larger than Rupert Murdoch and his Fox empire that were influences in, um, in his sacking. Um, did she, did she cover any of that or she maybe she was too nervous to go there as well? No, I think
4: there she is. did with the pharma stuff, but she's been covering this for hours and hours and hours because again, she's got a lot of time to fill. Yeah. And it was, uh, mainly focused on, while that was mentioned it was still though her focus was on the person at fox news that she believes is responsible that you know she said is basically the uh you know the hitman the barracuda that is that has dirt on everybody which is why even people that in the upper ups of fox are afraid of this person because this is if anybody needs somebody destroyed in the public this is who they go to wow And knowing that Fox employs somebody like that just tells you everything you need to know, too, about
5: Fox News. Is that in the job description? Destroyer?
4: Maybe. (laughs) I mean, it could be fun if you're willing to do that. It's not a not a good job description, but I don't know if I agree with her that the viewing audience would not go over to CNN because this is the other big thing that's been going on, which is Donald Trump telling Fox yeah, if you're doing this debate thing, whatever, not interested, mm. but he's doing a town hall this week on CNN. Mm. And that
0: is making our buddy Keith Keith the queef Ooh, uh-oh. very upset. Okay. The transformation of CNN into a journalistic whorehouse is now complete. I mean, really, I think they still have work to go,
4: but I mean, he's going to call it complete. Okay. I think I think there's still plenty of work, but now, you understand with Keith Oberman, having uh, Trump on it all makes the news network a whorehouse. To have the previous president who is running for president again on your news network is not news. It, it
0: makes you whores. Sure. Network President Chris Lick not only hands Trump a free hour of live propaganda dressed up as a town hall, but the only questions will come from voters. In-
4: now, what did he say? The same thing when Joe Biden got the same treatment from CNN last time? Mm-hmm. No, I don't well. think he did.
0: In the New Hampshire Republican primary, the ones who believe Trump won the election. Worse yet, Chris Licht bribed Trump because Trump agreed to let CNN fillate him. CNN will reportedly put on more Trump campaign surrogates in the months to come. And it's not just CNN. Last month, Trump abused and threatened an NBC reporter, had him removed, and then threw the NBC reporter's phones. Why didn't we know about this until yesterday? Because NBC didn't report it. Because Trump is also negotiating letting himself be covered by NBC. CNN and NBC whore themselves out and sell journalism to Trump. Now, does Keith not know how the system works?
4: Does he not know that it's just how many eyeballs you can get? Is he unaware that Donald Trump was the only thing keeping the ratings going on MSNBC and CNN when he was president and through that last election cycle? Does he not know that? Keith likes to think it was Keith. (laughs) You think? He thinks he's the number one draw? Sure. (laughs) But he went on this. He was mad that somebody wrote an op-ed that
0: didn't get published. And this was obviously more proof of the whoring. Turmoil over Trump inside CNN. A CNN contributor says he's written an op-ed comparing giving Trump this town hall to, quote, putting an AR-15 in the hands of someone mentally unstable. He says CNN is refusing to publish his op-ed. Maybe it's because the op-ed is completely insane.
4: Maybe. They don't understand an actual shooting spree with mm-hmm. a gun, they don't understand the difference between that and speech. That is the scary part about the left.
5: And notice the uh, the anomaly you, or the metaphor he uses. Be you know, AR fifteen. How about the? How about be behind the wheel of an SUV? Uh huh. They'll never say that. Well,
4: they will because they'll get to that. Because we can't have that either. Once oh. you know, once we go down that, they just going to keep taking more and more yeah, 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 and more right. away. Because you know, for thinking? the planet, Larry, it's better if everybody just uses public transportation true yes but the fact that the left and this isn't just keith oberman although he is a good example they believe that freedom of speech is as dangerous as a gun absolutely
0: it's insanity Suddenly, Trump and CNN are in bed together, but it's not a one-night stand any longer. Trump's team is talking about jump-starting his relationship with CNN, CNN is crediting Caitlin Collins with spending months trying to land Trump for the town hall, and the town hall has been moved from 9pm to 8pm. That would seem trivial, except what used to be on on cable news at 8pm? Tucker Carlson. All the signs are there. CNN thinks it can grab Tucker Carlson's old audience next Wednesday and maybe every night thereafter. Isn't that their job, Larry? I think so. Yeah.
4: Isn't that exactly <laughs> what they're supposed to do? <laughs> he's
5: he's so fucking stupid. He really is.
4: It's like, well, they moved it because if it was scheduled, here's the thing, Keithy. If this was scheduled, and I believe it was, when Tucker Carlson still had a job, They would have lost to Tucker Carlson if they would have gone up against him. Sure. Now that he's gone, they're like, oh, well, why don't we use that time slot? Yeah. But it's for a guy that has spent his whole life in this uh, entertainment and uh, news sphere. He -hmm. doesn't seem to understand how it works at all. True. And guns are just as dangerous as words or vice versa. Always. Yes, it is. Absolutely insane. And speaking of the mass shootings, of course, Scott Labido,
5: he wanted to uh,
4: give us his
1: opinion.
5: Yeah, he's got something to say here.
4: And that that is such a surprise.
1: All you geniuses out there trying to figure out why there's constantly these mass shootings the last 10, 20 years. Whether it is somebody with a vehicle that plows through a crowd and kills them. Somebody with a knife that goes through a crowd and stabs them. Or somebody with a gun and shoots them up. Listen to me. You people on the authority, you politicians, here's what you need to try. Try it. Why not try this? Because everything else isn't working. Because we become a bunch of pussies, pacifists. When we know that that's the person, the mass murderer, in 2023, we have cameras everywhere. We have DNA testing. We know it's him. But he gets the whole fucking treatment. Yes, I say give him his fair trial. And then, as soon as he's convicted, you execute the motherfucker. You slaughter the motherfucker. Not 16, 20 years later. When he's milking the system in a jail cell being protected because he has a mental disability, I don't give a fuck what his issue is. He's slaughtered fucking 10 people. He deserves to be put in an electric chair, dressed in a fucking pink tutu, let the public see it, and let that be known all over the place that that's what's happens.
4: Yeah, you gotta have the pink tutu. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm with him. That's like. Okay. That's a classic Scott, the pink tutu. Yeah, you need the pink tutu. It's the only way to do it. It's a must.
1: Because what we do now is we make them these fucking evil legends, and that's what they want to be. And they know they're going to get treated with kid clubs. So take these motherfuckers, slaughter them a week after they're convicted, and let everybody see it. Let it be public. Let the world know that this is what happens to you. Advertise it. But no, we'll be a bunch of fucking pussies and still let this shit go on. Enjoy your day. <laughs> yes, enjoy your day. Enjoy
5: your day. I'm enjoy with pay. him. You know, like- pink two to his pink tutu aside, or maybe with it. I mean, he's not wrong because no. the, the whole the har- whole argument, the, if you think about the spate of psychotic mass shooters that have, that have, you know, the last several years, it's always the same. It's the same script again and again. You know, psycho kicks in a door in a school, uh, Vegas casino, wherever it is. Waste a bunch of people and then they die in a hail of bullets from the cops. Right? Does it ever go any other way? Not really. Rarely. Rarely. And that's very sort of video game esque, isn't it? You know, there's there's some there's some in their sick minds or twisted, you know, view, there's some glamour in that. You know, I went out in a hail of bullets. Aren't I special? You know?
4: Well, because I think when you do something like that, you're not planning to do something. And not get caught, which is still a weird thing in the criminal mind that does this kind of stuff for me. That you're not like, oh, I want to kill a bunch of people and get away with it. It is literally, I want to end my own life, but here I want to take people
5: with me. Yeah. But what, his point about making executions, death penalty, and making it public, I think yes. is very valid. Because... You know, hanging, especially, you know, that doesn't always go so easy where you know, the, 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 the trapdoor falls, your your spine is uh, is broken and you're gone. Now, there, there are times guys will hang there and dance for quite some time, gagging and you know, their tongues hanging out of their mouth. Yes. Nobody wants to, even a psycho, even a psycho would watch that and think, I don't think I want to go that way. Really. Well,
4: this is how justice used to be in the old west. Yes. yes. And moving away from that is. I believe detrimental even this. Yes, we're going to you have the death penalty, but we're just going to sedate you. You won't suffer at all. Right. Why? Why have the punishment to a horrific crime have no suffering whatsoever? Right. Again, this is the there is no downside to committing so many crimes, which is why people do it. And then the more serious crimes. okay, if you're caught, it's going to be really hard no matter what, even if you're on video to convict and then to get yep. the death penalty, and then how long it's going to take. I'm fully with him that these things need to be sped up, but I would I would slow it down a little bit just because I understand now when you say we have the video and DNA evidence. If somebody wants to frame you, it's really easy to do as well. Yes. So you have to take a little bit of that into consideration, but for the people, and there have been a decent amount of them, that have committed the mass shootings that didn't, if you, they didn't go out in a blaze of glory. They admitted to what they did. This was, there was no question on whether or not you had the right person. Mm -hmm. And once you know, you have the right person, then yet expedite and get the punishment. And that way people watching this go, Ooh, is that, is that how I want to go out? No, I don't Mm -hmm. think so. But again, removing all of those punishments for any of these crimes, whether big or small, there are people that push that as well. Of course, we have to do this is the more humane thing to do. Oh, if they're a drug addict, we don't and they just stole money. Well, that's not a problem. Oh, they just they burned down your house. Well, that wasn't really violent because nobody got hurt. Mm. It's the kind of stuff that sanity needs to come back. And I'm betting we have a clip here from Scott on New York City. I'm betting he doesn't
5: have a high, uh, a high view of what's been going on in New York no, City, especially since he's a resident there. Now, I need to give you a little quick setup on this. this you know, Scott is, really is a gifted artist, and he he does you know spectacular oil paintings, and he's also good in the the fast, you know, whiteboard sketching of things. And so he's, he's delivering this and you got to forgive Scott because he, sometimes he doesn't work that microphone so well. He's turning his head, you know, back and forth away from the camera. He needs a lavalier. He really does. Right. To his collar. But, um, so he's got on, on the left is a, a kind of a porky rendering of a, of a New York DA Alvin Bragg. Uh, and then next to that is sort of a, you know, a, a, a criminal with a, you know, with a mask on, very cartoonish. And then one to the right of that is a, is a family. And then to the right of that is an outline of the state of Florida. So he and no, and then above it all <laughs> above it all is a wonderful Scott's rendering of a shithole. So now that you've got the visuals in place, you can roll the clip.
1: Let's get right the fuck to it, shall we? This is Mr. Braggs. Mr. Braggs is the district attorney of New York City. Mr. Braggs is also a big bleeding heart liberal. Like many bleeding heart liberals in this city, they love Rob. Rob is a career criminal with a long rap sheet and he goes through the revolving doors of justice like a fucking propeller. These are the Smiths. These are the hardworking, innocent taxpayers of New York City that has now become a hole with shit in it, a fucking shithole, thanks to these two fucking assholes. Now, after being annihilated through rape, murder, and robbery, the few innocent Smiths that are left get on a plane and move the fuck out of here to Florida, thus creating this a bigger fucking shithole. Also leaving Rob with no choice but to turn on his bleeding heart liberal friends who thought they were innocent because they're the only ones left in this fucking shithole city and then when they become annihilated or move out rob becomes the face of new york city
5: yeah that's a good
1: explanation
4: in like 60 seconds or less it
5: was very good and and very clear you know his his infographic was wonderful um he's a great sketch artist um but you know he's not wrong and I, i i mentioned aoc earlier and i never in my life thought i would agree with her as we both did recently on her notion that that uh uh, members of congress should not be allowed to trade in stocks while they're doing that i think she's 100% right in that regard um and so uh, another thing is like these these congress people what should here's another here's another uh, idea to float um all politicians should immediately be stripped of their bodyguards and security details right up to joey because that's what you're gonna fucking believe. You want you want equity, you want equality? Let's all get equal in that regard. See how fast that fucking happens. And see how they how hard they push against um the Second Amendment once they're out there on their own, not being surrounded by armed elephants. Yeah, it's
4: amazing how the mainstream yeah. media seems to avoid that hypocrisy on how yeah. much money yeah.
5: Yeah. The, the conservative and, and- media shows it yeah and the whole fucking thing well you know well, he's a public figure you know what fuck that shit that doesn't hold water anymore the 50 people who were slaughtered in that parking lot in las vegas they weren't public figures the people in texas uh last week and, and before then before and before it's it's an endless endless they're not public figures and they're fucking dying left and right so you know what you fucking you give up your bodyguards your armed guards and then then let's talk then start legislating especially for these people
4: that are in positions where they can make laws or at least uh, have an impact on the laws that say, Oh, we wanted to fund your protection. We wanted to fund the police, but you know, I'm going to hire more private security guards, right? Especially in these cities where crime is running rampant. You know, no, the best thing you could do is not have anybody trying to stop the criminals. As you talked about what's going on in uh, your neck of the woods, most of them, are not rational human beings they're crackheads they're meth heads they're out of control yep and nobody's trying to stop it because well no that's not humane it's like no no nice it's not nice right it's like when did it become the humane thing to let people self-destruct yeah i mean i know there's a lot of people out there who can handle their alcohol so they don't have a problem they can handle if they do you know the marijuana, not a problem. They, you know, Willie Nelson, man, dude, just turned 90. (laughs) And he's still a productive member of society and able to be a very creative genius and release a lot of great music. But there's a lot of people. Once you're getting into the crack and the meth and the, you know, you're just being whacked out of your mind. That's not humane anymore. Mm. So there's got to be some kind of, you know, the Oregon, they're seeing what happens when you let all drugs go legal. But they're not pulling back on that. They still want to believe that their system is right. And and that's sad. I've got one last uh, Megan Kelly clip here. She was on with our friends over at Sky News. Okay. And I guess she she had a hat on that was taken a little bit from Donald Trump's Make America Great Again hat. She had a little bit of a different uh, take on it.
0: Now, Rockstar, you broke the internet for two reasons. One, a bunch of grubby middle-aged men, and more importantly, the women of the United States rallying around your choice of hat.
3: Yes, yes, my make women female again hat, which I love (laughs) and am so very proud of. I mean, is that hate speech
4: in today's uh, vernacular? Absolutely.
3: I wore it in a photo with my friend. We were down in Miami celebrating our other friend's 50th and it just went completely viral and people were like, the hat, the hat, the hat. So much so that people got confused and thought there was something going on with my friend's hat, which was just basically happy birthday, Yael, for your 50th. <laughs> and people started ordering it off the internet. And other people were like, no, hello, we're talking about the red one that says make women female again. I've just had it. I'm, I've, I am done with the whole spare the feelings and allow everybody into your spaces, even if they're men routine. I am done.
4: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. As a man, I think we all appreciate make women female again. Yeah, I'm for that. I think <laughs> that is what a majority would like. But I mean, hey, <laughs> these are the radical ideas you get here on Planet Rage. We are a value for value podcast. We do have a few people to thank for today's oh, show, including Mark Leslie coming in. I think this is monthly 555. And I did notice, thanks to Dame Slamy, that she's like, you know, I wish there was a note box on the planet rage donation. And I'm like, I thought there was, and I went and looked somehow on all of my other shows, I was doing something slightly different and there was no note section. So now there is.
5: Oh, good. Thank you for that. And thank you, Mark. And thank you, Dame Slaney, for,
4: which is good because if you want to donate, you can now put in the note thing.
5: Hey, you guys, I don't use my real
4: name, which, (laughs) which is a very important thing for some people donating to such a, a radical show as this one. Our buddy Kevin Seifert coming in with his $5 a month donation. That is appreciated.
5: Thank you, Kevin.
4: Johnny Hipwell oh, coming in from Uh, Canada. Him and Mr. Puppers. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Johnny. He's got his 333 and he just says, Rage, thank you for the excellence. And of course, our buddy CSB who sent in uh, his Satoshi's worth 421. So the uh, Bitcoin is very stable since our last episode. And, of course, he wants you to read it because he does not like the
5: way I read his messages. Uh, you shouty person. You. I know. All right. Let me uh, let me take a look at this here. There's like, always the a lot of a big bigger, words, you know. Uh-huh. All right. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> wow. I know. Audible Larry and Dulce Darren. Imagine a world wherein these pesky, pernicious prats of people bent on ruining the fruits of freedom's fortunes. Gone. Oh, would it be loverly? Without voices as distinct as yours, bringing us the Planet Rage cast, there is zero chance of that happening. Your affiliate podcast, a.i.cooking Cooking, will keep a clean watch on artificial intelligence tech, the pet of elitist fascists. Well, very well, may be our best bet in the fight of our children's children's. Future, yo, CSB, and GWIP.
4: They certainly have a way with words. I don't know if it's a these good guys, way or a bad way. Are, they, they are the alliteration kings, no question. Yes. Great. And uh, see, Brooklyn just came in with a gram of 6666. Uh, six, six, six. Oh, well, that says it all. <laughs> and a note that says, fuck Eric Adams' rage. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one of those guys. We got in the And I think Kim Fox is leaving her post, though, in, uh, in Crook County. I don't know what's going on. Maybe George Soros' money don't go as far as it used to. Oh, she'll be replaced by someone worse, just like I life is. You know that. Come on. If you want to help support the show, just go over to planetrage.show slash donate. All of the information is there. We appreciate everybody for donating, for listening, for telling friends about the show. It is greatly appreciated. Do you know what's coming up this week on that Larry show besides the getting ready to escape
5: L.A.? Yeah, um, I do. And um, my my daughter attended her, uh, her prom this past weekend, which uh, was very interesting. I have some thoughts on that. And, it, of course, it triggered a wave of nostalgia. So there's nothing going to be nothing really political in this one. Um, it's kind of a story. And I think you'll dig
4: it. Well, Larry is the massive storyteller, master and massive. So go over to that Larry on random thoughts. I never have any idea, but I went for over an hour last time. So we'll see if I can beat that or if I could yeah. be more concise
5: <laughs> either way. Always listen to randomthoughts.com. I always learn something always
4: good. That is appreciated. That's how you can keep up with Larry and I until next week on Monday, where we will be back at our normal time. I believe unless unless you can escape LA in the meantime, but probably uh, not. We'll see. 1 p.m. Central. Join us here. Until then, have a good one. The
1: U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. <coughs> no. Home world going
5: to shit. Planet. Run!